Disaster can strike at any time. In the early morning hours of January 9th, the catastrophe that struck was in the form of fire, which destroyed a long-time beloved restaurant in Rockmark Pizza Farm. Despite the efforts of firefighters to save the 49-year-old restaurant, the Knox Mountain Road landmark up the road from Rockmark High School was a total loss. The community has since pitched in to help the Sanders family and their employees survive the hard times that hit earlier in the year and with the work to come to bring Pizza Farm back. Welcome back to Talking Points on Folk Today, I'm Kevin the Editor, and in this episode I sat down with owner and school board member Tommy Sanders at his kitchen table to talk about what's happening since the fire with Pizza Farm, the efforts of Polk County to help, and his concerns over the need for water delivery to fire hydrants countywide that he addressed with the Polk County Water Authority. Stay tuned for the full conversation with Sanders after a word from a Polk Today sponsor. Listeners, it is local businesses, large and small, that help ensure free local news is available on Pulp today. One I hope you'll consider when you need guidance on what's the right step forward when facing legal troubles is Gammon, McFall, and Villarreal in Cedartown. These well-respected legal professionals headed by attorneys Wright Gammon Jr., Brad McFall, and Brian Villarreal practice in Cedartown, Polk County, and throughout Northwest Georgia. They can help you with a variety of legal issues that you may face in life, from representing you in personal injury and workers' compensation cases to providing criminal defense and civil litigation in court. The firm just celebrated their 50th year serving clients locally in offices across the street from the courthouse in downtown Cedartown and look forward to helping you in the future. Visit gmvlawfirm.com, that's gmvlawfirm.com, to learn more about getting a free consultation or call 770-574-4925. That's 770-574-4925 for more information. Thanks again to Gammon McFall and Villarreal Attorneys at Law for sponsoring free legal news on Polk today. And Polk County Board of Education member, thank you for joining me here on Talking Points on Polk today and, and for letting me come to your uh, fantastic home out here. This is incredible. Uh, thanks for having me. Well, um... Obviously, the the events back in January have, have got to hurt a lot. We lost Pizza Farm to the fire. Can can you talk to me a little bit about what's happened since and and what your guys' plans are? Well, we're going to rebuild. We're going to rebuild Old Marquette Road. That's one eighty seven. It's where Son Column's house used to be. He okay. Was, he was the farmer that owned all the land around here and farmed for years. And uh, we're going to go with a whole new design, a whole new building? Uh, yes, it'll be the, it'll look like a pole barn. Okay. And it'll, you know, it'll, it'll, it'll be a pole barn, but the restaurant will be inside. All right, so you went before the Polk County uh, Water Authority Board here this past Monday to talk to them about what happened on the night of the fire and, and some issues around that. Can, can you talk to me a little bit about that? Yeah, the, the, one of the major problems was the fire hydrants had no pressure. Had I think had around 20 pounds of pressure. By that, we couldn't get any water. And water had to be hauled back and forth from the Rockmart High School, Middle School, and Day Chevrolet all night long to fight the fire. And uh, the fire got so far ahead of them, they couldn't catch up to it. And a lot of that was caused by a decision made that you weren't allowed to bring additional water through the the system from pumps down below. Well, they had called, the fire department had called and asked for some water to be diverted to Knox Mountain Road. And uh, they they didn't do that. They would not do it. 
All right, we're going to pause here for a second. We're going to listen to that uh, that audio recording that you sent me, uh, and, and then we'll come back to it. Okay, before we get too deep in the weeds here, let me provide a bit of context. The first call you're listening to is between a Polk County 911 operator and a Water Authority employee. Amid that call, Polk County Public Safety Director Randy Lacey is asking another 911 operator to request a rerouting of water through a pump up towards Knox Mountain Road fire hydrants where they are battling the fire at Pizza Farm. Hold on just a second. Look how many times he's called. I think that's what he's wanting. Hey, this is Sonya with Polk County 911. Hey, we've got um, a pretty bad working structure fire. It's going to be the pizza farm. It's it's fully involved, and the fire department is requesting somebody from the county water to do something. He was breaking up real bad, and I'm going to try to confirm what he said, but it was move something to something, and he asked for the water department. So I got you on the phone. Let me see if I can figure out exactly what he said, okay? Do what, sir? Yeah, let, let me see what he wants, okay? Hold on, let me ask. Yeah, ask 1501. We got him up, tell him we got the water department online. What is it exactly he needs? Hey, if y'all can, George Cars, we need this hole right here. We got a large fire through the line. I'm not going to do that. If I was over there, if they can put it on there, reroute some water up to where they're doing. Reroute some water up to them somehow? I don't have to call my manager. I don't have a clue what he's talking about. Okay, I don't either, sir. He's just wanting somebody with the county water to help reroute some water to them. Is the pizza farm on fire? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's 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 totally on fire. Yeah. Yes. You can hear Lacey's request more clearly in this separate part of the tape provided to Sanders by the Polk County 911. Okay, well, sir, we have the water department on the line. What exactly are you needing from them? In this part of the tape, this is the response provided by the Water Authority employee calling back to 911. Call 127. Date added is January 9, 2021, 2 11 and 1 second a.m. County. Hey, ma'am, this is the Polk County. Hey. Yes, sir. Hey, did I call to you all the You did? Is this a non emergency number? It is. Yes, sir. Mm hmm. Look, I just talked to my supervisor, Brian Brent. Uh-huh. He said, Steve, we do not go out and handle these calls. He said, no, he knows better than to call 911 
and tell us to get up there and, and we do not go out on, on the fires. He said, that's not, you know, we, we're not liable for that. He said, so do not go up there. Uh, don't have nothing to do with it. If they have any problems, you tell them to call me. So, okay, per Ryan Prince, she said? Yes, ma'am. All right. I said, we get dressed and head up there, and he said, no, that is not... That is not our responsibility to not do nothing. Let me double-check what he's talking about because I don't know what he's talking about. But let me double-check to make sure we got this right before you say no. My supervisor told me you don't do nothing. That's their job. He said, that's stuff we can do, Steve. That's what I asked him to you not today. I don't know what, what he's talking about, reroute water. So they got two or three fire hydrants right at the people. All right. All right, I appreciate it. What's your name again? I'm Steve, ma'am. All right, Steve with the water department. All right, I'll, I'll let him know. Just tell him Ryan Brent said I couldn't do it. That's what I was told, ma'am, okay? Okay, I'll tell him. Thanks. All right, bye. Finally, in this last part of the tape, this is where Lacey is informed of the Water Authority's final decision. Okay, I did Go ahead. I've called all the fire marshals. I haven't got an answer from nobody. Also be advised that we spoke with the water department. Be advised they don't go out on situations like this and not on anything related to this. make you feel having to hear that and, and know that they wouldn't divert the water to come save the pizza farm well I, I didn't know anything about that till about three or four days later and you know we just sat there and watched it burn up and uh, all the firemen were there they came to do a, their work they were risked their lives and 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 they ran out of water and they just couldn't do anything because the infrastructure right. wasn't there. And they was hauling water back and forth to Rockmore High School and, like I said, the middle school. And Day Chevrolet, and that took forever. So it just, the fire got started and they couldn't stop it. Uh, what would you like the, the Water Authority Board to do about that? Well, I have asked them that uh, if they would check the pressure on all the fire hydrants in the county and bring them up to code. And also, um, if there be some kind of agreement between the water authority and the uh, county and the Rockmart City and Cedartown City departments, that they would have have some kind of an emergency, have an on-call person for emergencies to, in these cases, to help with the water flow if possible. Uh, and, and what was their response? Uh, they're going to get back to me on that, and they will. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna make sure that they do, huh? Uh, yeah, they they I'm sure they will, and I think they were about as surprised as anybody. Um, now, one of the the positive things that has come out of this is that the community has really reached out to to you guys to help. Uh, talk to me a little bit about that. I know that we had efforts going on to sell T-shirts and sweatshirts through Cedar Stream that we were able to raise quite a bit of money for uh, your waitresses and staff. Yeah, uh, Cedar Stream were they was it was unbelievable what they did. They sold shirts and hoodies and they closed it out and there was such a demand they had to open it up again. And 
I think the total came to around twenty thousand dollars that went to the uh, help at the pizza farm for some of the waitress pay and staff pay. That's fantastic. Uh, Tommy, is there anything else you'd like to add? No, I'm just anxious to get rebuilt, and it's a uh, it's a pro process now. It's not like building in the county; I'm building in the city, and got to do different things. But we're hopeful that we'll see Pizza Farm again here in 2021, maybe. Uh, yes, I hope you know late July, August. If that's uh, fingers yeah. crossed, weather permitting, all that. Yes, no problems. All right. Well, Tommy Sanders, thank you very much for joining me on Talking Points uh, of Hope today. You. We'll be right back after a word from this Polk Today sponsor. Hey, listeners, Kevin the editor here. I can't begin to tell you how much I hate pests. Insects of all forms are not fun to deal with, and while I'm well experienced with the fly swatter, I prefer to solve a bug problem at the source. That's why when I have a real pest problem, I call upon my friend and Polk Today sponsor, Chris Culver, owner of Culver Exterminating Company in Rockmark. He's been keeping families around the area free of termites, roaches, ants, and much more for the past two decades with quality service at a reasonable rate. Check out culverext.com today to learn more about how he can help squash your bug problems today and show your support for locally owned businesses who help sponsor free local news at Polk today. Call now at 770-684-7686, that's 770-684-7686 to make an appointment. Thanks to Culver Exterminating Company for being a sponsor of this podcast and free local news and more on polktoday.com. Hey, Polk Today podcast listeners. Did you know that without your support, you get local news for free and I don't get to eat or pay bills? That's a problem. Show that you don't mind paying a little bit for news through a contribution to Polk Today via PayPal and get a heck of a lot more in return. And did you know that for $5 a month, or maybe just as much as you feel like you can spare, essentially a tip to a waitress, a group of a thousand people could keep everyone informed all the time, considering helping out and keep PolkToday.com and forthcoming products from having to be subscriber-based. But hey, good news. With two people down, there's only 998 to go. Check out the show notes at PolkToday.com to learn more about how to support the podcast and talking points on Polk Today. Thanks to all of you local listeners, readers, and contributors, and local advertisers for making Polk Today possible. Stick around and watch us grow. Thanks again to Tommy Sanders for the opportunity to sit down and talk with him about Pizza Farm at his home. He wanted to thank everyone as well who donated individually to the Century Bank account set up to take contributions earlier in the year. He tried to record it, but unfortunately it didn't come through on my new device I have for mobile podcasting. Not his fault, all mine. So let me thank everyone on his behalf for helping out. It is appreciated. Before leaving... Sanders pointed out the big window from his kitchen onto where the future pizza farm will be located, just off Highway 13, across from Rockmart High School on Marquette Road. This brings me to a closing point for this episode. The biggest challenges we face locally in Polk County will, for the coming years, be infrastructure. It doesn't matter where you live. City of Cedartown, City of Rockmart, City of Aragon, out in Antioch Road or up on towards Cave Spring. It, it doesn't matter. Infrastructure is, is the thing that we're going to have to fix. A good example is the spot where Pizza Farm is rebuilding. 
Marquette Road was never designed for the traffic it sees. A small asphalt strip connecting Highway 101 to Highway 113 and servicing the small group of farms that have driveways along the route. With the high school across the four-lane highway at one end and the industrial park and the Georgia Northwestern campus on the other, Marquette Road now gets more traffic than ever before. Patches are needed and potholes form. The road is not really wide enough for two pickup trucks to pass at the same time on the stretch past the college campus that empties out in front of the high school. This is a perfect example of the kind of infrastructure challenge we face. We have to weigh the cost we pay to get a better roadway now versus the inevitable problems we face when not facing the issue head on and letting it go until we face disaster. Water infrastructure is the same. The Polk County Water Authority, as it has been pointed out to me, was not designed for the challenges it faces in the future. It is meant to get water to faucets and houses, and depending on the location, to the small industries who pay for the upkeep. Fire suppression is a whole different matter, and is based on upgrades that will inevitably cost a lot, and the consumer will pay when the bills go up for service. Yet we must ask, what's the cost of not making the investment, not having resources when they are needed, especially during a disaster? Roads, bridges, tunnels, rail lines, water, sewer, electricity, natural gas, gas stations, cell phone towers, fiber optic cables, all of these are vital and important parts of our lives that we ignore for the most part and bemoan when they fail us. Everyone needs these complex and interconnected systems to keep working for your life to function normally, but the maintenance cost isn't cheap. We all pay a part of that cost one way or another, and there's no way to live in a bubble. I once, in my former position, had a reader come into the office to discuss with me his problem with having a mixed paid and volunteer fire department. This is one of those issues that was brought up several years ago that kind of really didn't go anywhere. He didn't want the tax increase on his property to pay for the county to hire a small number of paid members to be stationed at certain points around the county during certain times of the day to be on hand to get equipment and manpower on scene of a fire as quickly as possible. During our conversation, I asked him what he would do if it were his house on fire. He planned to go grab his garden hose and put it out himself. We don't have the luxury of living in a world anymore where Polk County can exist on its own, being in a business on a global level. It doesn't help that every day the metro Atlanta area is creeping closer towards us. Being able to sustain ourselves and determine our fate must be through understanding that improvements in our infrastructure are key and have to be started now to keep up with what's coming ahead in that demand. That's my two cents for this episode of Talking Points on Pulp today, which will be returning with more new episodes with the arrival of spring. This podcast was made possible by Polk Today sponsors like Alvis Miller & Son Funeral Home in Rockmart, Croker's Hardware in Cedartown, and the Development Authority of Polk County. Check out past episodes of the podcast on multiple platforms and on polktoday.com. You can support this podcast and free local news for the price of a cup of bougie coffee by making a contribution to Mark Multimedia. Learn how to do that in the show notes of this episode and a link to read the companion news story from this episode's interview. Send notes, comments, suggestions, and advertising inquiries to Kevin at Polk.today. You can take advantage of positive growth with a spring advertising sale going on through April 15th. Prices have been reduced across the board, so take advantage of them now. Check back in soon for more upcoming interviews with newsmakers around the community. I'm Kevin, the editor. Thanks for listening into this episode of Talking Points on Pulp Today. This Pulp Today podcast is a product of Myrick Multimedia, LLC.